0: Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here is your host, director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, I'm glad you joined us today. Uh, One thing that I wanted
1: to talk to us about is, with all the things that are going on in the world, we have the situation in Ukraine. We have violence. We have all kinds of immorality that, that just overwhelms us sometimes. We could be discouraged. But you know what? I've had the opportunity this year uh, to to find great encouragement in certain things. I think as we start to get older, we start to think that that the world has slipped into a cesspool that we're never going to be able to pull out of. And certainly we know that there is some truth to all of that. We don't know whether God will cause a revival in our country and in our world or whether uh, this is the the last of the birth pangs. But regardless of those things, we tend sometimes as believers to fail to realize the holy and the sovereign and, uh, God that we serve, the power and the majesty, and that God has always kept his remnant people, that whether it was the Jews in Egypt, he kept them. Whether it is the Christians today that seem to be under assault and the churches that will maintain the gospel of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. without compromise— we could tend to feel like we might be the last generation of believers and that we are the last ones that that really want to follow Christ. That is so wrong. Let me tell you, I, I know that I I was able to sit before this microphone uh nearly a year ago, I guess. Not quite, but and tell you about a young woman who was going to be a foreign missionary in some very hostile places. And not just her, but a whole team of people, all young, all with their futures ahead of them, but so dedicated to the cause of Christ that they wanted to dedicate their whole lives to foreign mission fields. Uh, One couple, and I know I told you this before, so forgive me, I'm just recapping but one young couple was married, and they had a child on the way, and yet still they wanted to be foreign missionaries. They, they thought that the cause of Christ was worth whatever sacrifice might have to come along. And, of course, it reminds us that Paul said, for me to live is Christ, and, for, and to die is gain. For the believer, for the Christian person— It's probably a scary thing to face that last moments of our lives, but the reality is if we truly, truly are walking in faith, if we truly believe that Jesus came and died for us to pay the price we couldn't pay, and that's exactly what he came to do, then We have to realize, too, that that moment that we depart from this world will be to be in the hands of Christ. And that will not be a sad or a frightening thing, but that will be a blessed thing. Having said that, the people we leave behind when we think that the world is just irredeemable, we see and we run into young people who are more dedicated than we were. I just came back from a wedding of a, another beautiful young woman who is like a niece to me and her uh her husband now is uh his name is Jake Driscoll and hers is Michelle. And so Jake if you guys listen to the show you know that I did a show with a young man who was coming all the way up here to ask her parents for her hand in marriage. And he did that. We did the radio show. She didn't know anything about it. We waited a month or so to air the radio show until he had asked her. And then that was part of the surprise. She got to listen to the radio show. So now you flash forward and I'm at this wedding. The pastor the bridesmaids, the groomsmen, the families, all honoring and loving God. The whole ceremony was God-honoring. They took communion after after they got married, the first time as man and wife. And again, it honored God, and it, it just it filled my heart with great joy. We went to the reception, and the reception was Big and there were lots of people, and there was music, and there was lots of celebration, and everybody was sober. And they had just as good a time as anybody could have, and much better, in my opinion, than people who have a wedding and everybody gets drunk. And so, once again, I heard young people people that would in any other circumstances you would say these were the hot the beautiful the 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 popular people and here is a couple that has dedicated their lives their marriage and each other to Christ and and so i was just i was just thrilled with it and i want you guys to be thrilled with it too because i know that some of you and and myself at times looks down and sees how everything is going, and I'm just discouraged. Uh, we have we have people that don't want to wait, as God's prescription is until they get married to have physical relations. If you do that, you're called old-fashioned. You're you're not hip. You're not cool. You're not any of those things. And yet, I know. I know lots of young people who are waiting for that wedding day. I have been discouraged in my lifetime, even with church people that will not wait until marriage or they did not honor their their vows in marriage. And I want to tell you right now, God hasn't changed in all these years. You know, you... If you're not married, you shouldn't be involved in any kind of physical relationship. And many of the young people today have dedicated themselves to fulfilling that. And <laughs> and and I'm thrilled with the way that they they approach these things. And not just that, but a commitment to Christ that goes beyond just a superficial I'll show up on Sunday. And then I'm going to forget about it the rest of the week. These are people that are dedicated to carry the cause of Christ, no matter where they go or what they do. Not all of them are missionaries, but every single one of these young people is dedicated to telling others about the good news of Jesus Christ. What is that good news? that good news is that from the time our our father our ancient father and mother Uh, Adam and Eve first sinned and brought death and destruction into this world we have continued that pattern we've done enough sinning in our own lives no matter how innocent you think you might have been you have brought more of that sin and death into our world and Jesus who is and, and listen I hate the fact that some churches minimize the deity of Christ now so I want to affirm to you what is it that the mission stands for? What is it that I personally believe? I it is not just what I believe, it is what I know. Jesus Christ is the second member of the holy trinity of God. He is theanthropos, the god-man. He is 100% God and 100% man. We worship God in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, three persons. That man was irredeemable by anything excepting to pay the penalty which was death for our sin and for our transgressions. God so loved the world, the Bible says, that he gave his only begotten Son that whomever will believe will have eternal life, and so Jesus was born in that manger, fully man, fully God, the only one that could live a sinless, perfected life. And by the way, it, it had to be sinless all the way through, not just he's going to die, be sacrificed for our sins. Now he lived this holy life. And then for the last three years of his life here on earth, He told people of the kingdom of God. He showed himself to be God incarnate and then allowed himself to be sacrificed on a cross in the most humiliating way possible. Do you guys know that no Roman citizen could ever be crucified on a tree? The Jews believed that And the Bible said, cursed is anyone who hangs on a tree, and he was cursed for us. That perfect, sinless, perfected, beautiful life of Jesus Christ allowed us to gain eternity. Some of you think you worked your way into heaven, and you're wrong. You can't work your way into heaven. It's a free gift of God, lest any man should boast. He freed you though not to be to be able not to sin again. And yes, do we? We do. But we are covered by the same blood on Calvary's cross from when we first came to saving knowledge of him. And so why are we saved? We're saved unto good works. We are saved unto the day of glory. We are sanctified. We are we are walking in this sanctification to be more and more like Christ every day of our lives. Why? Because there is a world of people out there that need to hear from the true believers about this risen Lord of glory. I have heard preachers say, well, he he didn't really come as a physical baby. Yes, he really did. I've heard them say that He he didn't really rise physically. It was a spiritual thing. No, it wasn't just a spiritual thing. He bodily rose from the grave. And the churches of the living God need to uphold those stances no matter what the cost is. We have to continue to believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of the living God, and not only to believe it, but to stand for it, on it, and with it. We need to have it so deep in our our hearts and minds that we live it every day of our lives just like these young people starting off in this sin-stained world have pledged to walk in faith and humility, honoring God and never backing up and never backing down. I thought each time this time... uh, this year, I've I've had to fly several times. And each time the plane takes off, I think, hmm, I remember somebody asking me, are you afraid to fly? And the answer is, no, I'm not afraid to fly at all. Because I know that, that if the Lord would return, he'll take me right out of that plane. If the plane should not stay in the air, then he will... He will take me the moment that 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 plane hits the ground. No matter what the case is, I'm in God's hands. (laughs) I could leave this studio today. I could be hit in the car and, and I could have a heart attack. I could, whatever the case is. And yet God still has me in his hands. He doesn't have my back. He has me. He surrounds me. I look to the hills. Where does my help come from? It comes from God, the Lord of heaven and earth. And and so we can take solace in that. What can they do? I mean, even if a foreign government were to take over, come and kick in the walls of the studio and drag me off because I'm a believer, then for me to live as Christ and to die is gained. And that's not a sad thing. Will I sin again in my life? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm human and prone to do those things. Do I want to sin? No, I absolutely do not want to sin. And I want to make those pledges, and I want to walk in that newness of faith every day of my life. And I want my life to count for something, I want the mission to count for something. I want to see those men graduate the program, but not just graduate and become clean and sober. I want them to really be clean. The kind of clean that can only come from the Lord God himself. So is there hope in our world? Oh, there has always been hope. And Jesus has always been that hope. Whether Whether you are languishing or languishing in prison, whether you think you have gone too far to ever be redeemed, whether or not you have lived a uh, a lifetime of drunkenness and debauchery and all those things, you're never outside of the purview of the mighty hand of the risen Lord of glory. Why did he do it? Because he needed us. He never needed us. He had fellowship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But he loves us, and he wants us to be redeemed. So if you hear the call, if you feel that the Father is calling you, then when is the time to repent, which means to turn around, by the way, and head back, head to Christ, the moment that you hear the God calling you. And that's what I want for our guys. And I also want to thank every single one of you out there. Every one of you that has donated over the years to the mission that have been faithful in their giving, you have allowed that mission of ours to do amazing things. You have, you have allowed us to rebuild the back part of our building so that these men have a clean, safe environment that is every bit as as good as the new building where the staff all work. You have been faithful in your donations because you know that we have been faithful to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have had calls from pastors who who have said the same thing, we are behind you because we know that you are following Christ. I don't know how to express this any more firmly than I have, but suffice it to say this, that our world is turning against the church of God. Our our world is no longer respecting Christ or the people who follow him. And so it's not a popular thing to say that you believe in the inerrant word of the living God. So I want you to hear it from me. When the time comes, if that time ever comes where it is illegal to follow Christ, to believe in the Bible, then I want my trial to be very swift and have a lot of people that will testify, oh yeah, that guy is a Christian man. Yeah, he's a believer. He's a follower of that Jesus because guess what? I am a believer and I am a follower of Jesus Christ. I want there to be nothing greater in my life than to be able to say that I want to love God with my whole mind, body, and soul. I want to be able to serve Christ and to know at the end of my life that I have done everything to to bring awareness to people of that love and that beauty that hung on the cross so that you would have a chance. And you know, here's an amazing thing. You know that he did that while we were yet his enemies? You You say, well, I'm not the enemy of Christ. If you're not a follower of Christ, you're an enemy of Christ. And yet he was still willing to die as a this substitutional atonement for us who at the time were his enemies and most of us hated him most of us just wanted to live our lives we wanted to go out and we wanted to to live a life filled with every kind of <laughs> every kind of wrong thing you can imagine but have hope Christian church have hope Christian man and Christian woman understand that the final the final chapter hasn't been written in the redemption of man oh yeah the the final the final act was made for the redemption but someday Jesus is coming back isn't that what that song says Jesus is coming back and he is coming back and he's going to gather his redeemed. And if you should go before he returns, rest assured, Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be in the hands of the Lord. And I believe that. I believe that when my wife died a year and a half ago, that she went directly to be in the arms of Christ. And I believe that whether I have 10, 20 years, 2 years, 10 minutes, that my final destination is with Christ. And guess what? Here's the good news. It isn't dependent on how good you are. It isn't dependent on how many works you've done. It's dependent on one thing, your relationship with Jesus Christ. At the mission, we're starting to get prepared for Easter, which is coming up. We're getting food boxes ready, and by the way, if you're a family or or you're over 65 and you have a a home of some kind, an apartment, a trailer, a house, whatever, and you need to sign up for a food box, then sign up for our, our Easter food box. What we do is we fill it with every good thing that you can imagine, turkey and all those things, and we fill it with as... Tim, our kitchen manager, likes to say, with all the fixins," And we get these food boxes ready so that families can have a traditional meal at uh, Easter. And we can celebrate, what, not Easter bunnies and, and, and not the coming of spring, but the remembrance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, you know, uh, Jesus was born in a manger, right? And that was the grumblings, right? God is coming. And on the cross, he said it is finished. He had paid the price. And then at the empty tomb was the great amen to all of those things. And it is finished and it's awaiting the return of God. So, once again, we're out of time, and I want to tell you guys truthfully how much I care about you. I care for you that are believers, and I care for you that are lost. I've had people donate to me and or to the mission, and I've told them, I'd rather you know Jesus if you don't than donate to us because there's nothing more important in my life than than those things. And so have great hope we have young people who will carry this banner of ours that will march into the battle against Satan that are unafraid and are ready to take this fight to the very gates of hell. And so, my dearest friends, until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand.